We have to follow so many rules in this life. But on a road trip, you make your own. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy Road Dog Shepherd, and this is Mitchell Manley, King of the Road. King of the Road. Wait. It makes me want to play the old song, King of the Road. King of the Road. Yeah. Uh, Roger Miller, I believe. Yes. <laughs> it's a good one. Wait, we don't have that one on this one either. Uh, someone someone did submit it, but, but they didn't link to the YouTube. But I it. think it was on the original. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, this is our second like Road Dogs yeah. like, selection. Yeah, you had an, an, an old one. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Was was that one with Jason on it, or was that I think a guest? It was, I think Jason was on that gotcha. one. Because I think it was part of the first 52. I gotcha. I but yes, I wanted to revisit it because I'm going on a slight road trip. Ooh, where are you going? I'm going to Columbus, Mississippi. And what is in Columbus, Mississippi? I'm a nerd, right? Yeah, absolutely you are, and for sure. <laughs> I, everybody everybody in the world knows how much I love TBTL. Right. And they are having a show in Columbus, oh, Mississippi. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But they were hitchhiking from Minneapolis to Columbus. Yeah. And it's amazing that they never end up exactly which city they mean to. So they're supposed to be in Memphis. I don't know if they're going to make it to Memphis. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So they <laughs> so, really did hitchhike, huh? Um, uh, They did take a bus one day. Yeah. Because it was pouring down rain. Sure. And amazingly, audio equipment is not waterproof. Yeah. So yeah, it's they, not. they were concerned that maybe the buses would not run if it was raining. Yeah. Yeah, but that's they, smart. Yeah. But they... Yeah, you want your gear to be dry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take the bus yes, in that take case the for bus. sure. And so they got to experience bus life, which I've yet to do, but Dakota has. Have you done bus life? I've not. I've not traveled on the bus um, like Greyhound. I got a bunch of friends that have done it. Um, I, I don't know. It just seems like it takes forever to get anywhere as far as like Greyhound bus sort of stuff. And then I haven't even ridden the bus here in Memphis, like, you know, Memphis I public. I haven't either. I feel bad about that. Maybe we should do that as a as a social should. experiment and see we what happens. We should, because we should know what our buses are like. I know that they do not be- they do not stay in their lane. Yeah. That's the one thing I Yeah, the I buses know. around here uh, they don't stay drive in a little lane. recklessly. Yes, it's ter- it's terrifying. But, so, this is for me to have a playlist to drive to Columbus, Mississippi. How long is that drive? It is dependent on what part of town, and I'll be driving from Germantown there. Oh, okay. So, from Germantown there, it's like two hours and 41 minutes. If I was to come from Midtown, it's three hours and six minutes. Oh, wow. I so, you got this down to, the, down to a T. <laughs> yes, I did a lot of math. Um, yeah, three, three hours max is about a good... You know, I can go four hours if I really have to. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that was driving from, like, Jackson to Little Rock, I think, was a four-hour drive. Or, like, uh, to to St. Louis from here is a four-hour drive. How fast were you driving? I mean, I drive the speed limit most of the time, okay. 70, 75 miles per hour or so, you know. I, I like to be safe. I'm super slow, so whatever the speed limit is, just guess three to five miles underneath that yeah. yeah i hear you and then like give a wide berth to anybody driving erratically yeah absolutely because i'm I terrified of other people's like things so what song did you bring all right i brought uh a song by fu manchu called hell on wheels
whenever I was living in Jackson and having to travel to Memphis a bunch to play shows and see my friends and do various cool big city things. Way this was back. always yeah one of my this was always one of my first picks for some road music. Uh, Fu Manchu just sounds like you know speeding through the desert in a convertible Camaro. You know it's just like or a convertible van. Come on, let's just face it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do they make convertible vans? I need them too because this song is perfect for it. If if anything demands a convertible van is this jam. Yes. Yeah, it's just like really really deserty stoner rock and just really feel good. Most of this entire album, the album's called King of the Road. Uh, most of the album is about driving or like wanting to drive fast or just driving to get away from whatever. You know, I really like that feel of like something that's more about the journey than the destination, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt like because, you know, multiple times he's like, give me the keys. Yeah, put the keys in put my the hand. keys in my hand. So this is like me deciding I'm going to drive somewhere yeah. and I'm going to be the person driving my car. And of course, like 35 minutes down the road, I'm like, damn. To do this, right? So, I would need like the guitar solo to like push me through because I <laughs> I really am not that huge a fan of driving, but I am such a backseat driver that yeah. I'll be like, Give me those keys! Yeah, sounds like maybe uh, maybe some control <laughs> issues, perhaps. Maybe there's probably <laughs> my son, yeah. I, I know I'm the same way, like, I, I'm not huge on having to drive, I'll do it if I have to. But if someone else is driving, I'm usually terrified and like I I, I would rather drive and not enjoy it than right. let someone else do it most that's, of the time. I don't know. That's totally me because I'm like, mm, oh, you know, when drivers, uh, they tell you that you need to be a full car length behind the car or you need to see their like wheels mm-hmm. when you're at a stoplight so you don't get squished mm-hmm. into them. I'm very nervous on the road. So I'll be like, hell yeah, give me the keys. And then we're like, damn it, I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> But it's all right. Um, the one really amazing thing about this song is this has it's a guitar solo that doesn't feel like it's lost in being a guitar solo. Yeah, which that's kind of a rarity for you know Fu Manchu is considered a stoner rock band kind of. So twenty minute songs. Well, they don't usually do twenty minute songs, but their songs are usually kind of simple as far as the lyrical content. It's usually about like I said cars or uh, they did a cover of Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's usually songs about outer space or songs about cars. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of stoner rock has just guitar solos that go nowhere. Fish. Fu Manchu always has really, really good guitar solos that actually drive the song, like you said, rather than just going nowhere and just noodling for the sake of noodling. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I thought was like, there was definitely structure in that that I really appreciate. Yeah, it's just it like is. so high energy. It gets you pumped. Yeah. And willing to actually drive once I've decided I am going to drive. Right. I brought a song by Trampled by Turtles, which is Life is Good on the Open Road. Run so fast through the fields of
So this combines a lot of um, the textural content or like the catch textural sounds that I normally associate with like road songs. Mm-hmm. You know, more like that Roger was it Roger Miller? Yeah, Roger Miller and um, Johnny Cash and those kinds of songs. And then of course like there's that famous one that everybody plays on Americana Night, um, Wagon Wheel. Oh boy. <laughs> everybody hates it, but everybody loves it. Right, like, exactly. So I, I felt like this combined those textural concepts and like sounds with like, hey, um, life is a journey. And of course, you're going to get that with road songs. Yeah, sure. Of course. So, I mean, it's like very obvious trope. And I was like, OK, <clears throat> it doesn't really give you a ton of content, but I thought it was enjoyable as a road song, as something that you could play while you're going through like the back roads of Tennessee. Yeah, for sure. I really liked that uh, our picks are this different because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thinking about songs that are cool to drive drive to. So I'm usually thinking something more upbeat, keep me hyped up and awake. And this is definitely a much more chill song. But lyrically, it definitely has the same sort of. It's got this sort of nostalgic yearning vibe to it, like, you know, wanting to be somewhere else and sort of that uh, that that feeling of knowing that, you know, you're kind of fearful of what's to come, mm-hmm. but you know that you can handle it. You yeah. know, it's it, that's sort of the mood that I get from this one. And so uh, it is interesting that, like, I'm totally thinking fast, upbeat songs, <laughs> and this is super chill, you know, so I guess it kind of tells you uh, where we're at when we're driving, maybe. You're, you're, you're trying to... chill while driving. Yeah, this is just very chill and trying to trying to not freak out, and me, I'm just trying to stay awake and just trying to keep my eye on the prize. I'm like sipping my latte and just like, we don't have to speed to the next right. stoplight. We can all go slower and we won't have to stop. And yeah, and, and compared to someone like Old Crow Medicine Show who has that song Wagon Wheel, yeah. uh, Trampled by Turtles just kind of blows band. Like I love Old Crow a lot, actually, but Trampled by Turtles is one of my favorite bands in this particular genre. Like they blend bluegrass and Americana in a way that I find very interesting and like mm-hmm. uh, actually engaging rather than a lot of the boring sort of jam band. Not as new much- grass, as they call it. Oh, new grass. New grass, yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that like new? Metal. Yeah, exactly. Did all the new, new metal grass. people like become become like new grass? Unfortunately, new metal is still out there. It still is. Yeah, I, I'll I'll spare everyone, but if you look for it, there's still a lot of people doing really. Yeah, I don't advise it. There's a lot of really bad new metal still happening, <laughs> but there's some good new grass uh, bands. Yonder Mountain String Band, and I like a lot of Old Crow Medicine Show. Uh, there's a band called Split Lip Rayfield. That I think you might like. That sounds uh, like a boxer. I think it might be named after a, a boxer, perhaps. We'll see. Okay. Well, our ear buddies totally did come through. They did indeed. Yeah, and they brought a ton of stuff. Yeah, a wide range of stuff. A wide range of stuff, which was seriously appreciated. And there yeah, were some it. jokes that people who know me know that TBTL guys are traveling. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do Life as a Highway, which has been a joke on oh, the show. Oh, I gotcha. We- <laughs> I gotcha. So... That's at the top of the show. I wasn't going to seriously consider it for earbuds. Yeah, I appreciate that. But thank that. you so much, David, for suggesting that <laughs> song. Um, Mike, also another TBTL 10, he brought Joe Jackson's Wild West. You keep pushing on when your friends keep turning back. And you keep building towns and laying railroad track. And things get crazy and you have to use that gun. Wonder if this is the way the West is won. But keep thinking that way and you won't get nowhere. Cause you gotta write, just forget where you're going to. Gotta 
trips down uh or i guess this was his story road trips down the coast from the university of washington and then later on in that comment thread he was like in retrospect it's an indictment of white takeover of america absolutely <laughs> yeah and to me it actually felt like an old uh, like uh, the very beginning is it mancini who does like those henry or, mancini yeah. yeah he does these spaghetti western um soundtracks and yeah, so like those, yeah. they kind of take from that but Past that, they don't really go for this like um, crazy trope of like country and west. Yeah, it's very original in there. Yeah, that. like you take that moment of Mancini, and then you have like kind of this very solid. I don't know what genre. I'm not great with the genres. Rock. It's kind of rock, but um, you know, like I, I kind of missed a lot of Joe Jackson uh along the way so i definitely need to go back and take a deep dive this is the second time that he's come up Mm -hmm. since i've joined the show and both of the songs have been really really good and like mike said uh like this particular song has a sort of underlying political uh bent to it yeah and like kind of a satire sort of thing and in the same way that a lot of randy newman stuff does randy newman stuff is so dark yeah i love it (laughs) and so i definitely feel like i'm missing out on some joe jackson so i'm gonna go back and check this out and like you said, this one has the familiarity of like uh, an old country song, but they really amp it up to be something a little bit more rocking, uh, a lot more energetic. And, you know, it's lyrics that you can kind of yell along to or whatever, you, you know. You can fight the uh, establishment. Right, maybe. exactly. Yeah. And it has the, a, a rhythm that's kind of train-like and, and, you know, has this sort of air of, of optimism to it. And, yeah. you know. It's so good. I like that one. I really do need to listen to more Joe Jackson. I think Me that's, too, yeah. Mike always he's super like, prolific. Yeah, he's done so much. I, I'm trying to remember. I think the other song was for, it didn't make it to the show, but it was in the thread. It was called uh, Cancer. It was a song by Joe Jackson yeah. uh, that's very, very good and had a weird bossa nova feel. Like All, all his songs are all over the place, it seems. So yeah. I think um, that, keep know. posting that Joe Jackson. I'll keep listening. <laughs> oh, Mike is going to love hearing you say that. Mike, you're my homie. I appreciate you. <laughs> Now, Dawn brought the Yardbirds, the train kept a rolling. So 
I don't know why I always think of the yard bro- Yardbirds as an Americana band, but they are not an Americana <laughs> They're not, band. you're right. <laughs> it's like, but the, the vocals are not synchronized at all, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're like, it doesn't necessarily sound like it's syncing up together, and I can't, you know, there's this theme of the train, and I'm like, is this just because the trains aren't meeting? Like, is there a deeper meaning for having this kind of, like... They're not quite together, but it's it's just enough off that not it's not like every other beat. I don't know. Did I tell you I can't count? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think that's come up a time or two. <laughs> yes. But it, it's like this classic <coughs> punk song, and I'm not sure if they're classic punk because I don't know my genres very well. But I think that it's it's punk, and I really like this kind of theme of you know your trains and ladies and everything. So I'm not. I, the Yardbirds was sort of a super group, if I recall, and I it had um, I'm one. Of, it was Jeff Beck was one of the original guitar players. Not Beck the guy. Not that Beck, but <laughs> a different guy who's like a, a big guitar player. I'm wanting to say Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin was also in this band. I know that name. And uh, some other like people that are slipping my mind totally. But like Yardbirds had a bunch of really good guitar players. I think maybe Eric Clapton may have come along at some point oh. as well. I may be wrong. I don't know. Tweet me. Look- Tweet me on that one for sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, you mentioned that this kind of has that punk feel to it, and it definitely does. You know, whenever I think Yardbirds, I would usually think something a little more classic rock sounding or whatever. But uh, yeah, this definitely has a sort of proto punk sound to it. And uh, I found out that this was actually recorded here in Memphis. Was it Sun Studio? Uh, it was the guy who owned Sun Studio. Uh, whenever bigger bands were starting to come to him, he needed a bigger studio. So this is the bigger studio than Sun. Uh, and they also, he also, that same guy, Sam Phillips is his name. He's uh-huh. the owner and founder of Sun Records and Phillips Recording, which is where this was recorded. He also recorded The Cramps, if you've ever listened to The oh. Cramps, who are like a sort of proto-punk, psycho-billy band. Hmm. Um and so, yeah, it's very interesting. That, I just like, remember, like, what you know exactly whose hat I'm thinking about, but Scott's hat that mm-hmm. said the cramps. Yep, exactly. So yeah, I know Scott like on, on a flat bill cap tipped, tipped up. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I've seen their name before. Yeah, like a really cool like psychobilly band, but like very. Uh, I think they're mid '80s, late '80s, um, okay. and so it's interesting that. Uh, that this same producer worked on all that. And, and like I said, I think the Yardbirds were from uh, from Britain somewhere, somewhere in the in the United Kingdom. Uh, and they traveled all the way to Memphis to record their first record, which was... Uh, was super cool and interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, look, we brought some Memphis like vibes to this. And I guess because I'm traveling from Memphis. Right. Brian V brings a classic Johnny Cash Don't Take Your Guns to Town. He sang a song his own He rode his guns hung at his hips He rode into a cattle town A smile upon his lips He stopped and walked into a bar And laid his money down But his mother's words echoed again Don't take your guns to town, son Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. He drank his first strong liquor then to calm his shaking hands and try 
trying to tell himself at last he had become a man. A dusty cowpoke at his side began to laugh him down, and he heard again his mother's words. Don't take your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. This is just solid travel advice, honestly. <laughs> um, you should probably never take your gun if you're not looking for a gunfight. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, Billy's or Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joe, I yeah. believe. Billy Joe's mom knew if you don't want to fight, don't take your gun. And I don't know why Johnny Cash just knows how to make a devastating song. It's true. Of good advice and things went bad. Like, I just love Johnny Cash. <laughs> right. And was this one done in Sun Studio? I I don't know. I, that would probably make sense. I know he recorded more than one record in Sun Studios. Uh, I do believe, but I I, th- I think he moved elsewhere along his career. So yeah. I'm not sure where this one fell. Um, and of course, he's got Johnny Cash has a million great songs that are about being on the road and that sort of stuff. But this one is a little more slower and solemn, um, which also does make a good travel jam. You know, we mentioned earlier, it doesn't necessarily have to be this fast, uh, energetic song. Um, and so this one has a different feel than some of the others that I, I can definitely appreciate. Uh, and yeah, I agree that, you know, don't, don't take your guns to town. You know, you're going to want to use it if you got it on you. So just leave them at home. Just like leave. Um, if you have, it's, you know, at one point he's like, I ain't going to kill nobody. I'm not going to draw my gun. But like, if you're not going to, then don't take it. Nah, you got that strap on you. You're going to pull it whenever the time is right. Right. But then he pulled it too slow. Yeah. yeah, Moms are always right. That's that's true, actually, <laughs> especially in in popular song. Usually, whatever advice moms are giving, you should probably listen. Yeah, that's just honestly what you got to do. Elizabeth brings Hank the Third's '87 Southbound. song mm-hmm. lost his girl turns out he's losing girls all along the way and just moving yep. 10 miles south yep. and i i kind of appreciate that because i think that you know i think of hank senior and i love hank senior as do i i do not like hank jr he's got some questionable stuff yes. in his catalog so i think that i ignored hank the third because mm-hmm. i disliked hank senior so much and a lot of the amazing things of hank senior's style and voice oh yeah his voice is, is so, so similar it's it's great and there's bending of notes that i can almost hear like the hear the lonesome yep live. i'm not a good singer <laughs> <laughs> but i i love that and it, it kind of you know it's more of a travel song of 
a relationship ends, you move forward, and this guy's literally moving forward, and it's, you know, time and change always. And just the relentless move forward even when a relationship ends. Right, yeah. So this one, this one's also a little slow to be a good travel jam for me, but the subject matter about, you know, driving to get away from whatever negative thing going on in your life is a pretty classic trope. Um, you know, I definitely love a long drive whenever I'm kind of bummed out or dejected about something, you know, you have a lot of time to think about what's going on. You and, go to and, Collierville or something for that? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'll drive all the way to, all the way to Jackson. You know, that, that hour long drive is pretty boring. Nothing really going on. So yeah. that's a good time to, to turn up some, some reflective songs and sort of di- be introspective, you know, dig inward. Yeah. You know you won't be taking any sharp turns on that drive. Right. And, you know, whenever you're going on long drives, you get to, like I said, belt a song at the top of your lungs, which is super cathartic. And you know you're going to end up in this new environment sort of revitalized. Mm -hmm. So uh, despite a little bit of that, like, forlorn attitude, uh, this song still has that feeling of freedom and, like, the longing to find whatever's there for you at the end of the road, you know? Yeah. Oh, so here's a question. Mm -hmm. When you belt out your song, is it at the top of your lungs? It's actually, oh, I mean, right. Where's your diaphragm is so right above right, your lungs, right? right? Or below. Or, oh, okay. Right so it's actually the bottom of your lungs then technically, yeah. right? Okay. Windows up or windows down? Windows down for sure. <laughs> I'm a windows up. <laughs> I remember one time in Jackson, I was driving through Jackson and I was going through a heavy uh, REO speed wagon phase. <laughs> and I remember singing, uh, I'm going to keep on loving you <laughs> at like... I mean, very loudly, windows down at a stoplight. And I, I knew that I was being ridiculous. Like, I, I, I get it. But I turned to my left, and there's this van full of girls with, like, all, all of them have their their cell phone cameras out recording me singing Ario Speedwagon super loud at this red light. Oh, I'm God, so I hope I can find that on YouTube somewhere. Oh, I would love to, to see that. They were just dying laughing at me. It was so good. But did you feel good? Oh, I felt great. <laughs> I, I had zero embarrassment or shame. It's a really great song, and I was just, like, totally feeling it. That's awesome. And I brought some joy to their day, so. Yep. Matt S., you brought Shelter in the Van again. He also has a story, which is, as someone who traveled over 2,000 miles recently, I did not listen to any music. Podcasts were the order of the day for all 26 hours spent in the car. Oh, my God. But when I think of being on the road, this is the song that comes to my mind. Every time I hear it, I want to start a touring band. Now, this is the kind of song that would have, that motivated me to learn how to play bass. Oh, for sure. And I'm not a good bass player. <laughs> I can't count very well. I love playing it. Give me some Jaco Pastorius and I'll play it all by myself. 
you right. know, some like Portrait of Tracy, I can rock mm-hmm. that out because you know, you can bend the time signature on that one. But this one transports me back to like whenever I wanted to s- start a band with my friends. And then also I recently watched Green Room. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, you need to see it. Um, it's a horror film, but this reminds me of Green, like Green Room, but with like a hundred percent less neo Nazis. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a better Green Room at least. <laughs> um, yeah, this one, this one combines uh, a lot of things that I was talking about. You know, high energy being like super cathartic and anthemic, uh, words that you can sing along to with the windows down. And this chorus, especially in this song, is probably one of the catchiest choruses oh, yeah. I've ever heard in a punk song. It's so good and has perfect harmonies and everything. Um, yeah, Matt, who sent this in, uh, I call him Lum. It's my buddy Lum. Uh, he drove to to Memphis from Warren, Pennsylvania uh, wow. last week to come and stay with me for a few days. And yeah, it's a 13-hour drive uh, to come and hang out with me for a little while. And yeah, he said he was listening to podcasts the whole way. So wow. that's what you guys should be doing too. As much as we all love music, you should just listen to the the E&D back catalog while you're driving to yes, work. Yes, I mean, we've got a, a at least like hmm, probably close to 70 hours at least, right? Right. Right. I mean, I know we're not an hour-long show, so I know it's not right. 90 yeah, hours. Right, yeah, you're condensing <laughs> it a little bit. Yeah, this is 90, episode 90. Yeah, I think just, it is, yeah. Just take a moment and... Wow. Okay. Yeah, the the spirit of the song is like that feeling of of freedom and like traveling with your friends to get to a new place to see new people. And uh yeah, I also used to listen to stuff like this a long time ago and it it definitely made me romanticize the idea of being in a band mm-hmm. and going on tour and and sleeping on people's couches. So oh, yeah. this is a great pick for sure. Did you ever own a van? I did not own a van. But uh the people who are who I was in bands with had a van and I mean, yeah, we we tour I was, I was all set because I had the van. I was just That's lacking true, talent in the van. <laughs> yeah. I loved my van. We could have we could have built you a band probably. Or, you know, it could have been jazz. Right. That's true. Right. But. Yeah. Touring jazz to band isn't quite as cool as touring punk band. No, definitely not. There's not nearly as much couch surfing. Right. Yeah. Now. The final ear buddy is Craig. Craig. Your mortal frenemy? Yes. <laughs> He's my, my, my arch... Frenemy. Frenemy, yeah, I think sure. Because so, y'all guys like each other's music like pretty much most of the time. Now, he brought Deftones' Be Quiet and Cry. nobody in this band is like tone deaf so yeah. i don't understand why they're called the deaf tones <laughs> right um i never know quite what to make of the deaf tones because half the time i hear 
the name the Deftones, and I think that they're like close to the Squirrel Nut Zippers. I don't know what it is about. <laughs> right, it's the, <laughs> the bands name. that are the whatever tones yeah. are usually like the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. I think that's or, what it is. Is I'm yeah, like oh, the Super mighty, Tones, yeah, something like that. But it's never like that, and I think that this is definitely like a, a harder rock band. Yes, and it's kind of like a pop hard rock band. Kind of, sorta. I mean it. I'm going to guess just by listening to this that this was recorded in the late 90s. You're right. And there is something that was going through rock bands where all the musicians had actually like amazing voices. And I feel like the vocalist for the Deftones is actually really talented vocally without like that gruffness that you associate Mm -hmm. with like hard rock or metal. And I guess it's like, this is going to sound so weird. It reminds me a little of like Blink 182's um, vocalist. Like he always had like a clear voice. Sure. And I feel like this also there's like a dissonance between like this super clear tone uh, vocally and then like kind of harder rock and rah rah rah. So yeah, Deftones. Uh, as far as genre, they get kind of pigeonholed as a new metal band because they came a they came along. Uh, in just, the same time, I was just shit talking new metal, wasn't I? Well, you're welcome to shit talk <laughs> new metal, but and and I think that they're wrongfully called new metal just because they did come up at the same time as like Corn and Limp Biscuit. They toured a bunch with Corn and Limp Biscuit, but musically, I've always found them to be much more interesting. They draw influences from a lot of different uh, disparate genres of music. They listen to a lot of shoegaze. They have a, they have an album of B sides and covers where they cover a Smith song, uh, a Sade song. They do, they do no ordinary love and it is amazing. So yes, go listen to Deftones, no ordinary love too. What a great cover that is. Um, but yeah, Deftones, great band. And, you know, I'm not sure what makes their music, especially road worthy, but especially the first two albums, Adrenaline and Around the Fur, which is uh, this album, are just really cathartic sounding and really heavy musically. Uh, but the vocals, he, he uses a lot of clean vocals. He also has a great scream. Oh, he does? Yeah, he, he has an was incredible scream. scream. Is, that the, is that his scream? Because I was trying to like, no, figure it, out what that sound at the end of the song was. And I was like... I don't know. He, he might scream a little bit. I don't remember him screaming too, too much in this particular song. But yeah, a lot of the other, a lot of the rest of the record is really heavy, and he he does have a really great scream. But being able to do that melodic singing, like you, like you were talking about, that's much more dynamic and uh, kind of poppy sounding and much more accessible sounding. That's always kind of been Deftones' shtick okay. is being a very melodic band when all their peers were trying to be heavy and dissonant and weird and, and wear have huge, weird costumes. Right, and have weird costumes. They've always just kind of worn skater clothes and, and just been kind of normal like dudes. Well-groomed skater dudes. Yeah, yeah, they're very well-groomed. I think I think they're from California. They're all like really uh, preppy-looking guys, kind of. But yeah, I've always been a huge fan of, of Deftones and the way that Chino, their singer, sings. It's very, very pretty. And I love that um, they're bringing these sort of uh, opposite elements of like really heavy guitars with much more melodic vocals and something a lot prettier. And I just love singing along to Deftones. It's very cathartic, very anthemic stuff. So. And they're not the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They're not the Mighty <laughs> Mighty Boss Tones. Um, 
we didn't get feedback this week or we got feedback and i missed it i don't know oh wait mike was shit talking us on twitter oh really yes he was i think i thought you were my friend mike yeah mike was like being rude to us on twitter i can find her real quick oh yeah actually i kind of started the fight Uh (laughs) uh-oh amy yes so um you know they have a show and they were they don't like mr brightside yeah, it's not my favorite. Okay. Well, either way, I said, sorry, sibling at LRB podcast. We featured a Mr. Brightside mashup this week. It's okay that you were wrong. It is all right. And Drew McFrizz, Bluegrass is amazing because he doesn't <laughs> like Bluegrass. Just saying. And then he's he, he called us ignorant sluts. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I may be one of those things, but I'm not the other, <laughs> yeah. sir. And then I, I sent GIFs back because I'm classy. And then he, he called us smash pandas instead of trash pandas. I kind of like that actually. Yeah, Sma- I like Smash I'm gonna, Pandas. Yeah, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna steal that for something. There's gonna be a song called Smash Pandas now. Oh so. yes, that'll be amazing. And you actually have a big thing coming up tonight, right? Uh, or yeah, tomorrow night. Um, obviously it'll be have Time already traveling. happened. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we're my my friend Alyssa who owns a recording studio here in Memphis called Move the Air Audio. Uh, she's gonna be moving from her current spot to a new spot, and so we're doing some fundraising to help fix up the new spot and. Uh, we'll have to store some stuff because uh, it's not quite as big of a space, but we'll have to do some sound treating to the room and make it perfect. But uh, we're actually going to be debuting a band that Alyssa and I and some of her strengths bandmates and a guy, John Pickle, from a band called Super Witch. <laughs> uh, we have a, a sort of super group called Hexagoner uh, that we had worked on for six months or eight months we've worked on it for a while and then it kind of had to fall to the back burner while we all got busy uh but just for this show only uh at least for now maybe i can talk them into reviving for good but this show only hexagoner is gonna play and we have like four songs and it's really weird heavy mathy uh just very heavy (laughs) mathy music i don't know how else i'd describe it but we'll be looking for the bootlegs yeah hopefully so (laughs) yes now you can reach us on twitter at uh, E&D Pod, and I am at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm Madam Woolite, and I'm great at shit-talking through GIFs. Right. Or GIFs. GIFs, as I say, uh, as, uh, as is the correct way, despite what uh, even the inventor of GIFs uh, has to say. Well, I'm going to stick with the inventor. NPR told me to. Well. Of course. You can't trust Terry Gross. <laughs> she never does her job. She's always <laughs> letting the other guy do it. <laughs> um, you can find this show and, of course, all of these songs uh, that we collect at Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on Facebook. You just search that in the Facebook. And we have a voicemail line. Yes, we do. Which is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can find us as well on andypod.com, part of the 10710 Network. Now, you brought the final song, which is Thrilling. I brought a song called Al's War by the band Less Than Jake. Which I said, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Right. So that Shelter song that Lum or Matt submitted uh, just made me nostalgic for some more fun punk. And I couldn't pass up the opportunity to drop some sky on our listeners, especially Craig. Because Craig loves sky. He's just not going to admit it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, this this Less Than Jake song immediately came to mind whenever I was kind of considering the theme and like, you know, Sky's obviously very anthemic, and punk in general has a quality of sort of stepping outside the mundane and exploring the world. So this sort of fits in on the feel alone. But also the lyrics are about a guy who is leaving his hometown for the first time, and he's going to go and try to live somewhere else. 
And, you know, I've as someone who left Jackson, Tennessee, this much smaller, <laughs> mundane, whoosh, high fives, yes, a much, much smaller, mundane town with not much to do, and I moved to Memphis. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, you know, the chorus of this is sometimes I think I'm the only one who feels like going nowhere is like giving up. And I, I definitely, especially uh, in my late teens and early 20s, I felt that very hard. You know, I felt like if I just stay in Jackson and do the same thing mm-hmm. that my parents did and the same thing that their parents did and the same thing that the majority of our high school did when they yep. graduated, you know, A they just stay in the same there. town and they get the same influences and mm-hmm. they never expand their point of view. I just couldn't take the idea of that. And so I'm very glad that I was finally able to to get the hell out. Yeah. And so this song is very good for for that feeling of getting you pumped for something new and exciting and getting out of your hometown and going exploring the world. Yeah. You know? Well, also, it's it's less than Jake. And they have tons of road songs. And I love this one, too. Yeah. Um, I definitely, this might be front-loaded. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I got to make the sound effect every yes. time we high-five. Thank you so much, Mitchell, for all the work you do and everything. Aw, you do all the hard work. No, I don't. All the editing and shit. I just type some shit onto a show sheet. You do amazing. Thank you so much. No, thank you. So, thanks, guys.
pilot's free hands are the most valuable thing a driver can have. Every moment you're on the road is a chance to connect with a fellow motorist. You should wave to them. It will make you feel good and you might make their day. Also, I should mention, getting truckers to honk never gets old.